Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast. It's free, just like the tickets to the bucket game if you want them. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with my co-host Brandon. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? So, if you guys have listened to the last few pods, I've been reasonable, pragmatic, understanding. Preparing for this pod has got me furious again. Absolutely worked up. So I'm going to be a joy. I'm just going to be an absolute joy for the next 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah, he's been something else before we got started. Um, and, uh, you know, fist pumping in the background at my open is our producer, Seth. He loves that. Uh, block him on Twitter. It's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Seth? This is best case scenario. Angry Brandon. Let's roll. <laughs> And we'll tell you why Brandon is angry when we get to uh, national rankings of Michigan State. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about our opponent of this week. It is Michigan State. We've got a game. We, being the Indiana Hoosiers, have a game in East Lansing, noon kickoff against the Spartans in Brandon's favorite stadium. Um, Brandon, tell us about that stadium. It's falling apart worse than Wrigley. I don't know um, how someone hasn't been hit in the head with the cinder block. <laughs> they might get it on Saturday because it's a high of 26 with some snow and windy. So great weather. Uh, and if you want to go see a great game at a great venue, go to East go Lansing. Tailgate, go tailgate on tennis courts because that's what they do for fun. <laughs> this F is what we place. do for fun. Brandon. <laughs> it's not a whole lot better uh, if you don't want to go to the game. Or if you're just smart, you know, you can watch it on TV. It's at, on Big Ten Network um, right now, or at least at the time of making the outline, according to DraftKings, IU at a plus 10 with a 48 over under. Uh, plus 10 is shockingly high for what the ratings are that I'm about ready to give you um, for the Spartans. And we'll, we'll touch that in a minute. And it's going to blow people's minds, I think. And it's a little bit frustrated, and I think that's why Brandon's coming in here with his ass on fire. So, and I didn't even see the ratings. Like, I just did my own independent research um, outside of your ratings. So, like, your ratings are only going to make me more angry. Probably. Um, I didn't compare all of them to IU's ratings, so just a couple of them. And yeah, it's it's infuriating. So, all right, previous meeting also infuriating. <laughs> Last year on my birthday in Bloomington, Michigan State, number seven or nine in the country came in and they were shown. Uh, we showed the, showed the nation, showed, showed, shown, and shown. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, that they're not really, they weren't really that good. They weren't really that good. 
uh, IU lost that game. Kenneth Walker, who? To tw- exactly, 15 to 20. Um, Kenneth Walker is low-key beast, by the way. He is in the NFL, I mean, yeah, yeah, but, for sure. But he he couldn't do anything against he IU. shut down against IU. Um, Jack Tuttle, man, hate to do this to him. Fresh he forgot how to play football. Injuring. Yeah, he he had a bad pick six in that game. Other than that, are you holiday? Oh, oh my God. God. That was so bad. Not that's the that worst thing that's ever happened on this podcast. Ever. Ever. Like, that is the worst three seconds. Outside of our very first podcast, that might be the, the worst thing that's ever <laughs> moving on. All time series, Michigan State leads 49 to 17. A lot higher than what I thought it would have been. Um, I used last win, obviously a, a beat down 24, nothing in 2020, which should have been 48, nothing. It was 24, nothing and a half, hundred percent, hundred percent let off, let off the neck. Um, their head coach, Rona Brandon's favorite head coach is Mel Tucker in his fourth season, 18 and 11. Also shocking. Uh, Just stealing 95 million. Like, yeah. Like it, it's criminal. Like I bet if, if another country was like looking at our ta- like contracts and then saw mel tucker and it was like jail just just jail <laughs> yes. not him whoever gave him that contract jail, okay which is michigan right. state who is very very used to um having to deal with jail things know, jail things okay good enough <laughs> oh, allegedly um no no not even allegedly i thought you were going. talking about the people that were still employed there um <laughs> Okay. I mean, they're all scumbags. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Although they, one of them beat Kentucky <laughs> yesterday, which was pretty cool. Um, okay. Moving on. 2022 record is five and five. This is one of the reasons why Brandon is um, losing his mind. Although that the whole Mel Tucker thing and hating on Michigan state might've loosened him up a little bit real quick. Here we go. I'm not going to go one by one. I'll just do their wins. Um, wins over Western Michigan and Akron, a win against Wisconsin, actually a beat down of Wisconsin. And a win last week against Rutgers and losses are at Washington, Minnesota, at Maryland, Ohio State, and at Michigan. Here we go. Guys, all we had to do was beat Rutgers and Maryland. That's it. And we're Michigan State. They're the state of the program. Like, I have Spartan friends. Nobody is freaking out about Mel Tucker. Nobody. Like, there is zero concern. If we were just five and five, everything would be different. Mm-hmm. But instead, we're not. Mm-hmm. It's I a couple bounces going. of the ball, Brandon. It's a game of inches. And uh, yeah, there you go. So here's the part that's going to drive everybody nuts. Let's go through their 2022 offensive rankings for the Michigan State Spartans. Total Look, I'm offense. not ready. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not ready. Okay. Okay, ready? I'm ready. You're I'm okay. ready now. Total offense for Michigan State, they're ranked 103rd in the country. Again, this team is 5-5, five and five, 103rd in the country in total offense at 344 yards per game. You may be wondering to yourself, out of 130 teams, where does IU rank? They rank 115th. Very close oh to Michigan State. Oh, my God. Very, very close. Oh, my God. 115. Yeah. Um, here's uh, here's uh, actually a very surprising note here. And I, you know what? I'll just find... I'm going to pull up the stats here real quick so I can just compare where Indiana is on this next one. Michigan State, Brandon, your boy, 62nd in the country and passing 235 yards per game. Um, I was going to get, 
I use passing numbers. I know that we're one of the worst um, rushing offenses in the country, which I think we've known about pretty much since the beginning of the year. Um, they are ranked with one of the best running backs, in my opinion, um, in the country. They are ranked 115th, and we are ranked below them in that. The thing that, that bothers me, okay. Oh, God, Brandon's going to quit. He's going to quit. IU ranked 60th in the country in passing. Um, Michigan State, 62nd. IU ranked uh, 123rd in rushing. Michigan State, 115th. Those differences in offense do not turn into two losses. Um, That's the difference between the teams. Um, And then this is even more infuriating because all of these are going to sound incredibly familiar to you, Brandon. Here you go. Defensive rankings for Michigan State, 107th total defense in 430 yards per game 97th against the rush at 172 and thank you very much for this one 106th in passing defense at 257 so maybe we'll be able to move the ball um, as long as the weather holds off a little bit i guess the snow isn't supposed to really hit until later in the afternoon but um, all of these rankings are incredibly close to what IU is ranked. They're the same team. Yes. They're literally the same freaking team as we are. Yeah. And all they did was beat Rutgers and and Wisconsin. Yep. Who are both. Wisconsin Wisconsin and Maryland are the Spider-Man meme, right? They're the. Basically, I mean, they're two different styles of team. Now they are, especially Maryland is. Maryland is much worse now without uh, Tua's brother, but yes, yes. Those were, I know there was a lot of numbers to throw out for you guys to listen to, but basically they are, they are within five to six, maybe not even that, maybe, maybe two to five spots of where IU is ranked nationally on every single one of those categories. Yes, Seth. And they're also doing it without causing hardly any turnovers whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They only have two interceptions yeah, and they're... nine fumble recoveries. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I'm telling you, it's got to be like a bounce of the ball here or like a bad field position here or like Stop something. It. It's I'm not telling you, it's not coaching. Don't do coaching. You're now you're, you're listen to me. You're about to call Mel Tucker a good coach after no, you Mel just Tucker said he needs stinks. to be thrown in he jail. He stinks. Okay. He stinks. Okay. But okay, moving on. Bella Thorne stinks. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about their players. Let's talk about their players, I guess. Peyton Thorne, who <laughs> Brandon just referenced, is their starting quarterback. Um, completing about 63% of his passes with an average of seven yards per pass. Smidge over 2,000 on the year. 16 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Nothing great. I've uh, been sacked 15 times as well. Um, running back Jalen Berger may sound familiar. Uh, Wisconsin He's good. transfer. He's good. I was, and hopefully my wife's not listening and you guys don't judge me for this. I can't say that. Yes, I can say it. I'm I was in love with his butt. It. I thought that he had a nice running back butt. You've said that on Wisconsin. this podcast. Before. I have I mean, said it. Sticking to the bit. I, I appreciate am. it. And I thought he would be a lot better than what he is. I say that now and come Monday or whenever we record our post game pod, our post game pod, I may be saying that he is just as good as I thought he was. 
but he's got 550 yards rushing, nothing spectacular, four yards per carry, 4.6 to be exact, and six touchdowns. They don't really have anybody else that runs the ball. They got a guy named Broussard, Jarek Broussard, with three tutties, and they've got Elijah Collins as well. With no touchdowns. kidding, they don't have anyone. They're 115th in as rushing. And they're, of course, they're, they don't have anyone else. Their top statistical category on offense, their total passing. They do have three pretty decent wide receivers, two that really you guys, most people should know. Keon Coleman, uh, 42 catches on the season, 600 yards, six touchdowns. And Jalen Reed, who's in his 17th season with the team, 45 catches, 548 yards receiving and five touchdowns. There's also a Trey Mosley. He's a, I deep, his name. he's a deep threat. Yep. But. Bella can't throw the ball more than 35 yards. Mm-mm. No, unless, it's like it's yeah. like Tua and Tyreek, but like the 10 times worse version of, of that. <laughs> Only 10 times. Seth, can you tell us about. Um, so, OK, hold on. Let me just set it up. Oh, my goodness. If we're going to talk about their defense. Oh, hold, if oh you we're, think, we're our, OK. If you think Michigan State and you think defense. What position group do you think? And who do you think their leading tackler is? Shaluznik. Well, it's not a Shaluznik. It's a holiday. So <sighs> what position group is he in? Wait, Shaluznik is a he's Polish a holiday? He's a linebacker, of yeah. course. At 99 tackles with a whopping one and a half sacks. Leads the team with one fumble, uh, one forced fumble and one fumble recovery. He doesn't lead the team in those stats, but he does have those. There's when dude... does Matt Holt transfer to Michigan State? Maybe maybe Saturday. It's possible. He just um, stays. He just, he just sees what Max on. he sees what Max Holiday does, and he's like, I I can do that. I, I I'm Cal just gonna Holiday. stay. Cal Whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. three letters. It doesn't matter. So there is a guy <clears throat> statistically who jumps off the page. That's Jacoby Winman. Forty nine tackles on the season. Five and a half sacks from the linebacker position. Out. Is that what you're saying, Seth? He's one of the guys from the Michigan brawl who's still suspended, I believe. Yep. But this guy, this guy off the page, five and a half sacks from the linebacker position, two passes defended, one interception, six, Brandon, six forced fumbles and one fumble recovery. Good thing they can rely on good thing they can rely on their hundred and seventh ranked defense. (laughs) I said there's one guy that popped off the page, and then Seth was doing the neck slashing motion <clears throat> meaning that he's probably kicked off is he kicked did they kick them off the team or no are they three I games was, just mentioned yeah i think it was it was indefinite at first and i think that's at three i'm trying to read now real quick Yeah, because i think they they're... gave them all the last game of the year so yeah. their next best sack guys are um simeon barrow and aaron Brule at three apiece i don't know you'll have to name off the the players that were suspended I forgot about that because I don't care, but I did forget about it. Whenever Seth gets us that list, I'll tell you. But as Seth, uh, there's a, a guy, maybe hopefully Kendall Brooks is one of those players. It'd be great. Is he? No. Kendall Brooks, also a very good player. Second leading tackler from the corner position, 87 tackles, uh, three passes defended, three forced fumbles as well from that position. No interceptions, though. Seth? So the names so- on that list are Jacoby Windman. Oh, goodness. Itavian Brown. Brandon Wright, Angelo Gross, Zion Young, Malcolm Jones, Justin White, and Kerry Crump. So their fifth highest tackler, Gross, also out of the game with four passes defended as well. So, so I, I got a quick, 
this isn't a kind of a Brando's Randos. Did you see uh, Peyton Thorne's stats against Ohio State? Um, I did not, but you must have them. 11 for 13 or 11 for 18. Okay. 113 yards. Okay. A touchdown and an interception. Okay. Negative 23 rush yards. Who okay. does that sound like? Who had a pretty similar game? I mean, against, Dexter. Dexter, no, Dexter w- he didn't even play that long to get that, that many stats. But, I mean, the completion percentage wasn't that close, but Dexter was able to run. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to know the long throw? Are you talking about you're trying to compare Dexter to Peyton Thorne? So what you're doing? Exactly what I'm doing. I don't. I don't think. I thought you were going to try to compare Basilak, which would have made more sense. But what I'm saying is, we will have the better quarterback going into this. Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all I'm saying. I mean, if Sexy Dexy starts, which I if Connor cannot imagine. If Baz starts, I'm breaking your projection. Don't. don't. I knew that's where you were going. <laughs> I'm punching through the screen into your drywall, Andy Bernard style. It is an exterior wall, so you'll probably hit concrete at some point. So hopefully you don't go too far, but that's fine. That's fine. This is recorded, so I'll get a new screen out of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, that's enough of those people. Uh, the one thing that did pop out, too, they have a terrible kicker. Brandon, what's the saying in football? If you have two kickers, you have none. Wait, wait. Do they? They don't. They don't have the. Um, well, good. They have Jack Stone. They have Jack Stone, and they've got Ben Patton, who are a combined four of eight on the he's season. Thirty-three percent. Yeah, he's really bad. Sixty. He's the other guy's sixty percent with his long being in between. I don't even have it. His long is forty-eight. He's one for three between 30 and 39 yards. Which means he's guaranteed Jack Stone's hitting a 50-yarder. Oh, 100%. Jack Stone, one for three from 40 to 49. And Bella's throwing for 300 yards and three tutties. There's no question. I hate everything. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, All right. I'm so mad. (laughs) Let's stop talking about their team. Let's talk about our team for a little bit. Real quick, rapid fire, because I don't want to spend a whole lot of time with Matt Brandon, but um, <laughs> offense, who are you watching for my you? So they said they want to see Jalen in the slot. I'm excited if that means he's a full-time wide receiver, which means we can have Hendy and Jalen in the game at the same time. Those are right now your two best offensive players because you're stuck in an either or right now, right? Like Hen- or Jalen in the slot. Hendy in the backfield. Let's get them 50 reps. I want to see 50 snaps, not touches. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I want to see 50 snaps with them both on the field at the same time. Is it crazy? I think we can get them 50, 50 touches. Why not? That's a lot. Why not? That's a lot. 25 runs, 25 runs for Hendy. And 25 catches. Target 25 <laughs> targets to 25 a, catches for remember. Jaylen. Remember when um WAP was targeted 20 times in I a do. game and yeah. we were like, please stop. Was that the Purdue <laughs> game? No. No, it was Ole Miss. Oh, Ole Miss. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He had he was targeted ca- so many he had times. 18 catches on 20 targets for like 25 yards. Okay. I mean, it was more than that, but like it was it was ridiculous. But yeah, no, I'm super excited to maybe it happens maybe it doesn't who knows 
things are said in the press conference that never end up happening. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited to have those two on the field at the same time because I can't remember that happening this season. Yeah, um, it, it happened a, a couple times where they would line up with two um, in the backfield uh, on either side of the quarterback, but it wasn't anything incredibly noticeable. I mean, maybe a handful of times uh, over the last couple of weeks we've seen it. Fitty, fitty times. Um, I'm going to take the easy one away from Seth. I'm going to watch Sexy Dexy. That's what I'm watching. Let's see if he can see if he can continue his progression, see what he's like with a full game, basically a full game under his belt and against the, I mean, the best team in the big 10 um, to see what, what he can do against a legitimately mediocre, if not below mediocre defense. So I'm going to go with anything, Dexter anything Lewis. you have to say about IU's defense, you just, just white it out and put Michigan state defense. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. the same sentence. Mm-hmm. It's identical. Identical teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yet they're five and five and very likely are going to a bowl game. Game of inches. Not, not really. Not no, this is their, this, yeah, is, this is their, yeah. Because yeah, they they're not going to win State. in Penn State. Oh, don't ruin my final statement. That was a tease. <laughs> you kind of did to yourself. All right, Seth on offense. What do you got? I thought you were going to steal mine when you said the easy route, because I usually go the easy route with the offensive line. Give me Carter Smith. I want to see how he holds up again in a game. Now that they have tape on him, they know his strengths and weaknesses. How do they take advantage of that? And then again, we talked about a little bit, the handing off of the twists and the stunts. Is that improved? Is there the coordination between him and the right guard to make sure that they're not getting any of those inside twist stunts getting to the quarterback? Word. Um, defense, Brandon. I mean, Desan should just eat this guy's breakfast. I mean, you've you've seen like Stroud can't even get away from this guy. Mm-mm. JJ McCarthy was contained running. Desan should absolutely make Bella pee down his pants. I want to see Desan wreck Peyton Thorne. Hey, he called him Peyton. Um yeah, I've got pass rush. So, yeah, there you go. He, We're going to have to contain him. I mean, we've seen him run. We know that running is an option. Um, His best option. He is a taller Xander Diema. I was going to go with it. I was going to go with an if possibly worse Sean Clifford. Ooh, that also works. Okay. That also works. Okay. Um, I also Seth. had Aaron Casey and Alfred Bryant. I had Aaron Casey as well. But that's who Seth's going with is Aaron Casey. I had Aaron Casey and then I had uh, Mullen Williams. I think the two ways that Michigan State is really going to try to take advantage of the IU defense is running the ball right up the middle. Mm-hmm. Berger is, I mean, how they haven't completely game planned around him to give him more than 55 yards per game is beyond me. But if any time he's capable for pounding out 150 yards, it's this game. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Casey is going to be vital in the middle. The other one is the corners because they love getting the ball to read in the screen game because you're right, uh, Thorne cannot throw deep very well. So they like to get him in the short crossing route. They like to get him in the little tunnel screens. So they're going to have to be able to get off the blocks of the receivers and make tackles in the backfield. As we talked about a little bit last week, they both have been really good in that kind of short catch game. Um, so you really need them to excel uh, on Saturday. That's what I was going to say. Knock on wood. Knock on wood that we played the, the short outside wide receiver screen pretty well this year. So um, hopefully that continues. I know Jalen Reed is a can be a problem. So 
Um, anything else on the defense, Brandon? Or no. are we all just going to pick James Evans here? Yes, sir. No. Oh, you're going to Chuck? I don't know how many times I talked about Chuck this year. Not very much. Mm-mm. We don't have very many of these left, Michael. So let's go, Chuck. Go get us some yeah. points. Get us some points. You don't. You don't know that Chuck's going to kick a 59 yarder against Purdue. Uh, you don't no. know that. A fifth, did expires? I say 59? 49 yarder. 49. 59. Has time expires. Yes. Well, no. We'll give him enough time to just make us a little tight butthole at the end, but. Nine yeah, laterals on a kick return. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ooh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Speaking of cool, cool, cool. Our sponsor, Mona and Track Club. They're pretty cool. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and shop their sick gear. Shirts, hoodies, koozies. You don't even well, you need a shirt for underneath your hoodie. Do you guys wear shirts under your hoodies? Seth, you got a shirt on? No shirt for Seth. I always go shirt. The other day, I go, sh- I go shirt. The other day, I uh, got a little sweaty on the shirt and uh, had a sweatshirt. Took the shirt off, put the sweatshirt on. It was nice. It was comfortable. Might have changed my life. I don't know. Um, but either way, you can get both of them or you can just get one. And when you do it, we would li- love, not like, I was going to say like, but love to give With you 10% you- off your order. No we it's leo 10 at checkout leo 10 at checkout now back to the show and brando's randos brandon you've already burned one of yours let's hear the rest don't worry i have three left so this killed me typing like literally i think i broke three fingers typing this what would i use record be and i want seth to answer this first no what would i use record be if peyton thorne took every snap for iu six and three what? Wait, no, hold, hold on. Six and four. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think you win all three of the games that we've lamented ne- all Nebraska season. Nebraska, Maryland. I think and you're Rutgers. right. Yep, I think, I think you win all three of those. And I think you have a hell of a lot better chance of holding in the fourth quarter against Cincinnati. What? I think he's right. He has a he has a composure and a moxie that has yet to be seen in an Indiana football quarterback this season. This season, thank you. This very season, much. thank you. Um, Michael, that's not a, it's not a ta- it's not a talent question. It's a composure and moxie and oh my goodness decision making thing. That Just hurts my, it say hurts say my it's three and seven. So say it's bad. the same record. Say it's the same record. Michael. Me? Yeah. I thought maybe we had one more win. But that's a minimum, a minimum of one more win. I think we'd I think, be, I think we'd be a minimum of four and six, probably five and five. Even if we were five and five, I'd be so much happier. I'd be, dude, four and six, I'd be elated. We're going. We got two chances to go to a bowl. We got to win both. Now we gotta, <sighs> we gotta hope we don't have enough six and sixes. <laughs> our our team would be better. Our team would be better with Peyton Thorne. Brandon, we made a mistake. We just we just made a mistake. That's what it was. I think he's been healthy all season too. Mm-hmm. Which... Mm-hmm. We just we no no we didn't make a mistake necessarily with Thorne. I mean, it's not like we ever had Peyton Thorne, but we we done fudged up. We went with the wrong cowboy. Mm-hmm. 
All right, next question. Should have left that tiger in the cage. All of 19, all of 20, all three of us all said we can replace Michigan State. We all all said that. We said we can be the next Michigan State. Yep. Well, since then, the past two years, we've been everything from. So is that, let's reset our goals, right? Every good company, every good team, reset your goals, you know, on, on a yearly basis. Is that still our goal? And is if it is, is that realistic? Girl, you should be happy to be Rutgers at this point, bro. I think Maryland. Yes, I think Maryland makes the most sense. No, I'm saying yes and yes. The reason I say yes and yes is because look at where they are. Like, look at their team stats. Look at everything and just compare. They're not that far off. We're not that far off. We're not. And there's parts where we're way better than they are. There's parts where they're way better than we are. Small parts. Overall, as a team, they're right freaking there. And they're going to... Guess what? They can't get that much better next year, right? They're losing Jalen Reed. Uh, I'm assuming Thorne stays, or maybe he's done. Um, I think he's a junior. But they're not going to get much better i mean we're well keon coleman's only a sophomore and jalen Berger is a redshirt sophomore if i remember correctly yeah so there i if everything stays where it's at i can't imagine i mean maybe a little bit better you're gonna find out in a minute i don't think 10 is ridiculous that that line on this game is insane but all right keep going i i i get what you're saying i get what seth's saying i think that michigan state is not unattainable it's not unattainable they did it remember what they did last year just remember they did that all in the transfer market all of it yeah so keep going next last one we're going to divisionless big 10 right Mm -hmm. we've said this this helps iu this hurts purdue what does it do to michigan state Hmm. Because I I think that's a really hard question, right? Because I think, can they go any higher than they are right now? I kind of think they've already hit their ceiling as in getting to a Big Ten, you know, getting to a Big Ten championship, playing in the Rose Bowl. But then just like the rest of the Big Ten East, they're going to get, the schedule's going to get easier. So I... I don't really know where Michigan State goes from here. Like, like I, I don't, I, it was, I don't know. I was stumped by my own question. I don't think it hurts. I don't think Michigan State's as bad as traditionally. They're not a bad team. Um, if they have a good running back, they are a powerhouse nationally. I mean, look at, they've had Kenneth Walker for a year. They were great. They had, um, Le'Veon. Le'Veon Bill. When they had Le'Veon Bill, they were great. They did some big-time upsets with, with him. And I I don't know. Uh, I, I would say I'm in, I'm indifferent. I'm in the middle. What, I'm, what is that, a C on the Scantron? Like, I don't think that it does, helps or hurts them. I mean, I think realistically with a 14-team league, their max finish in any given season is three. Um, and moving to a 16-team league, their max is still three the best they can ever do is third place. They're not going to, and probably fourth. Cause I, I mean, I'm not necessarily sold on USC, but me neither. 
they probably will never be able to, you know, Michigan State doesn't stack up against them traditionally. Um, not so in, not in an NIL world. Not in an NIL world. Sure, but right, you absolutely. Can't for, let's look at the Michigan State-Michigan uh, all-time series, right? Ooh, is it, it's been fun is recently. It for, I was going to say, party. look at the last 10 years. It's it's pretty even. We can look real quick. When's I want to it's like... Look at Winsipedia I think real quick. Harbaugh's only beat them like comparing. twice. That's why you're saying three. I mean, the all-time series is 38-72, so that's not fair. But if we can line it, there's a way to um, list it. There it is. Full games list. So it goes Michigan. Michigan, these, these are the last. Let's just go back to 20. You know what? Let's go all the way back to 2008. Okay, you ready for this? Somebody keep count. Seth, you're Michigan. Brandon, you're Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan State, Michigan State. 15 to 5, right? Or 10 to 5? 10 to 5. 15 years? I mean, they're not that far off of Michigan in a head-to-head battle. And also, that was some of the worst Michigan. They were some. Yeah, that's why when I when I, I was like, I saw all the green, I was like, I'm gonna keep going. I'm, I'm gonna go back to 2008. I think was the Appalachian State game. I think right or 2000 somewhere around there though. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, but um, I I don't think they're that far off of Michigan. I don't. And is Michigan better than USC? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they would get out athleted really hard in that game. And I'm not, and they've got some good athletes, so I can't. I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's what I'll yeah, do. Yeah, I I think. I mean, again, I think the floor raises, but the ceiling stays the same. That's that's where I came with the divisionless Sparty. I don't think they have these seasons like they had last year, and that they're potentially having this year. Um. You know, so I think that floor raises, but yeah, I don't think, I think I use ceiling raises. I think there's other programs that ceilings raise. I, I don't, I don't see Michigan state ceiling rising, even with a division less big 10. That's all I got. Cool. Um, Seth. All right. I only got one because it sounds like you, we've already teased one and you want to talk about it, Brandon. So I'm going to let you have that. So let me do a little bit of my grumpy talk here. Malik Carr, damn you. Uh, he was a Purdue recruit, was there as a freshman. He's one of these like 6'5", 245-pound receivers from Detroit. Badass, as Bragg would like to say, like a physical specimen. Like really likes his body. Um, I mean, Bragg's already said he likes butts and he cannot lie. So. Just James. And from what I heard, at least, Purdue tried to get him to put on 20 pounds, become like a uh, receiving tight end. And he he was very uh, hesitant to do that. Then all of a sudden, what's he, he doing now, Seth? Transfers to Michigan State, and guess what? He is the number three tight end on the team. Um, he doesn't have any touchdowns, but I know that when we when Purdue plays him, he's of course going to score two touchdowns. Um, I'm just hoping you guys don't suffer that same fate. He's a really good athlete, uh, kind of, but I don't know. Keep keep an eye on him as a sleeper. That's it. You just seem a little butthurt about it. I am. It's okay. I am. Speaking of butthurt, um, when you put this poll out, uh, the voters are going to be pretty butthurt about mine because I don't care anymore. 
Like, I don't care about what their votes are. So, Seth, what is your prediction for the game so my on original Saturday? Part, you you teased this uh, a couple times. I had, up until about two weeks ago, this game pegged at IU 23, Michigan State 17. Michigan State does, like, they have players, but they have no stats. They do nothing. I don't get it. It, it doesn't make any sense. And, and I think Brandon's hit the head, the nail on the head several times is that this, they, they are a very similar team to IU. Some of the same frustrations, but, you know, a few bounces here or there. And with Dexter Williams at quarterback, hopefully, I mean, if he's not a quarterback, there's there's zero chance whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but if Dexter Williams is the quarterback, the problem now is they have three and a half quarters of tape on him, like I said before. I have this being closer than it should be, probably. Um, and Michigan State loves ugly numbered games. So I'm going oh, Michigan no. State 19, Indiana 15. Mm. So almost exactly an opposite. Almost, uh, like almost exact year. score of last year. Okay. Brandon. So I also have some ugly numbers. You have to ask, how do you get there? You um, I use 16. Three field goals and a touchdown to Michigan State's twenty-seven. Oh, that is a that is a cover for Michigan State and the under. Damn, I thought maybe we'd have with Dexy and okay. You changing it? Are you changing? No, it I'm not changing minute? anything. He's I'm changing just trying to, it. No, I didn't. He's change changing anything. it. I didn't, He's changing my hands it. are up here, guys. I'm right here. I didn't change anything. Oh, you can, you can change I can go back and find your outline. I, I you have can. your notes. Go back and look. You can look at the edits. Go back and look at the edits. I'll pull it up. I'll share my screen. I don't care. Where do you do that? <laughs> You're fine. Go All for right. it. I was just trying to figure out how to how to present this. You know what? No, I'm going to go back. All I did was change Michigan State score. That's all. That, I see? But that was before. <laughs> that was before you guys listen. That was before you guys called me out. When, when I was doing that, I was just deleting a bullet point off here. I wasn't doing that. When Brandon was talking, I changed it because I was like, I'm going to go with an ugly score, but I'm not anymore. IU wins the game. IU wins the game. Flip, flip the script, flip the line. It's a push. IU wins 27 17. Let me explain it. It's 20 to 17 late. Late. And we finally get the break. Finally, that we've needed all season. We wait till game 11. Get the break. I can't figure out if it's going to be a scoop and score or a pick six, but it happens. Puts the game away. 27-17. IU wins on the road. The losing streak ends. We have a fun Sunday discussion. And there we go. That's why I said I don't care about the boats because this is not going to be pretty for me. But with if it's sexy Dexy and they play the game they're supposed to play, if they look half as decent as they did um, at parts against Ohio State, they will win this game. And it's about damn time we got some sort of break and did something. So 27-17, give me that. Closer, closer than what they think, though. Closer than how it sounds. Isn't that what uh, Corso says? Closer than what the experts think. So real quick, um, for those that don't know, Bragg and Seth have been on a few of my gambling podcasts. I have a couple computers that I follow, right, that do predictions of games. Oh, shit. 
and you can throw those away um, early in the season, but there's definitely enough data out on teams. First, Seth, do you want to know what my model, not my model, but the, one of the models I use for the Purdue Northwestern game this weekend? 42-10. Purdue. Well, you got the 10 right. It is 13 to 10 is what this model is saying. Oh, my goodness. 12.6 to 10.2 is what they're predicting um, Purdue Northwestern. Okay. Let's let's jump to IU. The same model predicts the score to be 24 to 14 Michigan State. That's right on the line. Yeah, That is right on the line. So... Just a little food for thought. And I mostly just wanted to dunk on Purdue saying they're only score 13 points against Northwestern. Oh, I was hoping um, uh, I found that, me that whole time thought Purdue was at 10. <laughs> <laughs> Does have Purdue winning. Uh, but yeah, no. So the, the model, the model has it 23, 23.6 to 14.2. I, take that with a grain of salt. Just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Don't because computers you hate computers. Games. That's computers don't play the game. Tell me how many touchdown passes that computer's got this year. Every one of them. Zero. Final statements. Brandon, you're the only one that's got one. I'm assuming Seth, you're on live tweets again Saturday. Are you coming over Saturday? Oh, no. I have uh, family Thanksgiving Saturday, so I am out. Lucky dog doing it this weekend. Yeah. Mm, Well, it's I have them next weekend, too. Don't worry. (laughs) No. No, that stinks. Anyway, so... I I mean, Bragg's already said it. Everyone already knows we're not going bowling, right? Potential to lose a lot of our good players. So what's the motivation? Let's ruin Sparty's season. Let They're not winning next week. They're traveling to Penn State. So this is senior day, right? Senior day at Michigan State. They need a win to go bowling. Let's ruining their seniors' lives. No bowl game for those seventh-year Jalen Reed seniors. No bowl game. That, that's probably not something you want to say as a leader of men, but I, if I would be telling the entire locker room that, guys, we're not going bowling. Misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Keep Michigan State's butts home. That's what you're playing for. And that's what I want to see. Because like I said, I have a lot of friends that went to Michigan State. I, If I'm not happy, I don't want my <laughs> friends to be happy. So I'm extra worked up for this game because I want them to all be spectators during bowl season like I am. Okay, I have one really quick hypothetical. Let's let this play out. IU, miracle of miracles, beats Michigan State, beats Purdue. Michigan State obviously loses to IU, loses to Penn State. Both teams are five and seven. Bowl committees need one five and seven team. Does head to head matter, or is it or well, who has the doesn't. biggest fans? Because that's what they want, right? Well, I think I think that there's an actual like academic score or something that goes into that. I'm being dead serious. LOL. I think that's I know, right? <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think there's like I think that's how like Wake Forest made it once or something at five and seven. That into, would be a school that would, that yeah. would qualify. I, I'm just, I may be wrong. I may be wrong on that. But, and then if it's fan base, I don't know, man. Michigan State travels. Yeah, it's basketball they, season it, it, for it, them it, too, though. It, it does not matter. It's all about TV rights. 
And um, I think IU draws a big, there's a bigger alumni base. It depends on the bowl. So if they're going back to the pinstripe bowl, there were a lot of IU people at that game. A lot of the big fan base in, in New York. If they're going to like IU, the little, little, Caesars little Caesars Bowl, Caesars, I think that's Michigan. The, that's State. where Purdue went is like six and six one year. I think they're going. They're going Michigan. State IU is IU is a bigger national brand. It would be IU. I think so too. But I think if they go to Detroit, I think they pick Michigan State. It's not going to happen. I know. As I said, hypothetical. Either. Hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Get over yourself. Okay. They're also not going to be Purdue. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably that's, not... that's all I got. That's all, all I right. got for my final statement. All right, good deal. Well, um, where is it? There it is. Cool. Be sure to check out our pod on Twitter. It's at podcast leo. Don't know if we're gonna have live tweets, but we'll see. Maybe we'll get rage or drunk Brandon on there firing off some tweets. Uh, be sure to download, rate, review, and follow on all of our platforms. And until then, this has been a way too long podcast. We love you guys, Elio. 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 Awesome day, Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio.